Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my partner and great friend, Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we're armed with a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. We invite you to visit the Slayer store and our extensive library of digital offerings, including our most popular Quick Anxiety Stopper and the EFT for Anxiety program. Today we're answering a a question from our inbox that we hear quite often, but we haven't talked about in a while. And it's really about what happens when we try to relax. And our listener says, when I'm trying to relax, I get a freaked out feeling because I don't have something to keep me busy. And how does she support herself when she's feeling that way? It's a very common thing when we're suffering from anxiety. What tends to happen is as soon as we try and relax, we're left on our own with our mind and we start to become hyper aware of sensations in our body. And very often they're the very sensations we don't want to be aware of. We might feel some ache or pain or dizziness or some anxiety symptom that is causing us further anxiety. And we like it when we're busy. We like it when we're not thinking about it. And we have a variety of different ways that we tend to use to not think about it. And I was reading a really interesting piece by an author we've spoken about before here yesterday called uh, Vijumala Birch. She's a really great teacher about dealing with what the mind throws us when we have anxiety or physical pain. And she was talking about the ways we divert ourselves. It might be television, playing video games, it might be alcohol, it might be recreational drugs, it might be so many of those commonly known things. But she also talks about it being more subtle things like behaviours. We might find ourselves getting into an argument or a debate or picking over something somebody said or something that we disagree with on the news just to busy our mind and to have something to give out so we don't have to deal with what's going on internally. And this is really difficult initially. It's very challenging with anxiety. What has really helped me, and I know has helped a lot of other people, something we have touched upon in previous podcasts, is to use something that preoccupies your mind to help yourself settle. So rather than just stopping and being confronted with the very thoughts and feelings that we dread, to use something where your mind is engaged but in a relaxed way. For example, to try yoga or tai chi, which you could do by a class if you feel socially comfortable, if your anxiety isn't of a social nature or something on YouTube or a DVD. It doesn't really matter how you do it, but the idea is to practice occupying your mind with your breath or the movements of your body with as much involvement and fascination as you can muster. The trick is to really keep your mind busy. This part of me is stretching. This part of me is moving. How do your feet feel? How does your breathing feel? To just bring total awareness into your body so that your mind is engaged in the process of noticing what you're doing rather than trying to stop and relax, being just stopping and doing nothing and knowing that your mind will try and get to you in the quiet spaces because unfortunately it will. That's what it does. 
I also find that using a, a guided audio, a guided relaxation or meditation or breathing exercise helps if I start getting really fidgety. It's for me, it's almost like this electric feeling of not being able to just be still. <laughs> so if I make myself a comfortable nest and show myself some love and allow for that relaxation through a, a guided relaxation or, or breathing practice has been really helpful for me over the years. And the other thing that I know both of us have talked about before is mindfulness in, in our walking, getting out in nature, moving our bodies, and just doing whatever you can to pay attention to what's around you and every step and taking in the fresh air and taking in everything that will keep your mind busy, but in, in such a way that's very healthy. Yeah, and you, you hear this word when people are recovering from injury or illness of occupational therapy, and that's what we need to give the mind. We need to occupy it. We need to keep it busy. So if you want to go and just simply take a walk in nature, it sounds like such an, an easy thing to say that almost people could feel like it, it's it's not really helpful. It's just one of those things you say. But walking is incredibly healing and helpful for anxiety. And there's a way you can do it to make it into a challenge or a game where your mind is drawn in and held within that process of walking. For example, to try and use as many of your senses as possible. Your senses, according to Ayurveda, India's ancient system of healing, your senses bring information into your mind. And what happens when we try and relax and we're feeling anxiety is your senses will bring in information of observing uncomfortable experiences. And that's disturbing to the mind. But when you're using your senses to bring in good information about where you are, then that's a real self-awareness, mindful practice. So simple things you can do. Go out for a walk and use your eyes and list three colors you can see. What three colors can you see around you? Colors of the leaves, passing buildings, the pathway, the sky. Find three colors. Now find three sounds you can hear. Then listen to your body. Bring your senses into awareness of your body. Listen to your breath. Notice your feet making contact with the ground. Can you hear the noise, that percussive noise that happens when you really march out in nature of your feet connecting with the ground? Listen to that. Then bring your awareness outside again. Find three more colors. Find three more sounds. Can you smell anything? Can you taste anything in the air? Then come back to your feet on the earth. If you find it hard, to do that, then you can try to get going. Sometimes we need to settle a bit before we can do that. So then just to start marching out of the door and matching your footsteps with your breath. Take four steps as you breathe in. Hold your breath for two steps. And then breathe a nice long sigh out and for five counts, five steps. And then see if you can do it again for six breaths out, seven breaths out. How many breaths can you take out? How many steps can you take with your breath out? Make it a game and make it really engaging in a similar way that you would do if you were trying to help a child to settle down and calm down, a child that needs some, some support and some structure, just to really acknowledge that the anxious mind can be like a toddler and just really help it. What can you see? What can you hear? And just keep going like that. And you will find very quickly that you can learn to relax within this safer framework where you're not just left 
on your own with painful thoughts. Thank you so much for sharing that, Ananga. That's such a great idea. And there's so many creative ways to engage. And I just love it. I love it. I think it's going to be really supportive for everybody listening. Hi, this is Shan. This month, I'm participating in Pulling the Plug on Panic, a free online event that will help you break the cycle of stress and anxiety so you can live a life you love. I promise you'll receive tips, resources, and powerful tools to support you on your journey to stress-free living. Register today at pullingtheplugonpanic.com or at anxietyslayer.com.